I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Woo, I love that. Understand what living awake is. That's right. Um, hello, everyone in the chat, the sacred space of empowerment room. Also, my co-pilots, cohorts, sound engineers, letting me know how the sound is doing. I so appreciate you. And you guys really ground the energy, so it's so appreciated. Uh, everyone calling in, hello, hello. Thank you, Tammy, for letting me know how the sound is. Thank you, bunches. Alrighty, um, I do see callers on the line. If you're in the chat and you want to call in, that number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. And if you are um, on the switchboard, if you're in the queue, press 1 on the keypad. Um, that lets me know that you're not just listening by phone, but you actually um, have a question or comment or you want to get a reading. All right, again, 347 Five three nine five one two two. That's the number. All right, everyone. Wow, I'm excited for our guest today. Um, I'm just going to tell you, stick around for the second half of the program, the um, our awakening dialogue. Um, we have with us coming Von Galt, um, who's a Buddhist author. Uh, she had an upbringing with Tibetan Buddhists. Anyway, we're going to dive into the ascension of Earth. Um, 5D, talk a little bit about awakening and just get her take on it as well as talk about her um, book that's, um, I think it's out, not sure. So yeah, stick around for that and um, maybe we'll even take questions, we'll see. We shall see, we shall see. So many of you know because I've been doing, um, I know a bit about sacred geometry, not a lot. I know a lot about the energy that it represents, whether we're looking through nature, 5G, through healing. I know from it coming from a, a healer and working with energy um, as an alchemist and metaphysician, but I don't know much about the, and I know obviously about the macabre and the light body and have seen that and work with that, but that's about it. So I'm kind of excited. Um, I always love to learn um, and expand my awareness. So I love that I get to ask questions in the interviews, and we can have a dialogue. Anyway, a little sip of my decaf Americano. Now, I want to share something with you. Now, I do have a talk plan. I tuned in with the, with the guides at Oversouls. I opened up to Source Energies to my higher self and said, hey, Source, what do we want to talk about? As well as the navigators, um, through the, the spirit team. 
but I do want to mention something that, um, you know, a lot of you have been hearing me talk a bit about this. It's just so interesting, the con- the contrast, because, you know, on, on this earth plane of duality, living through the polarity plane, um, which is not the ultimate truth, but however, we do live through contrast. So shadow and light, up and down, what we perceive as negative or positive. And I go back to this, that those are, that are seated with the higher frequency energy are going to be more solution and creative based. And I really put this out there because I do have friends, family, a lot of clients, uh, students I mentor, whatever, you know, people on the path. I just call you soul path travelers. Um, I'm sharing some info and insight with you, but you're, you know, you're connected to your own light, so you're getting your own downloads as well. But they asked me, how do I know, you know, what to believe or what's going on? And so-and-so posted this and so-and-so posted that. Let's just keep it common sense real. Let's just even keep it psychological, you guys, right? We, there is studies proven <laughs> not to be in Pollyannaville and not look at things that are disparate or disharmonizing or horrible or whatever you want to call negative or, you know, it's, it's, it's not a spiritual bypass or me as a therapist saying a mental emotional bypass because we're in, we're, we have what we have on the planet because of emotional wounding, let's be honest. All the, a lot of the belief systems are predicated around that and what's passed down because even psychology, you know, study of psych, you know, psychoanalytical studies, psychi- psychiatric studies, it's proven whether young or old, and especially with older generation, meaning elderly, those that stay active and have a support system or a family or meaning in life tend to do better, okay? So, you know, let's just roll it in here because I always say what ultimately, you know, whatever's life-enhancing to some degree makes some common sense. It's not one extreme end of the polarity plane. Um, It just isn't. Nature doesn't work that way. But I make it simpler. So if people are caught up in the us and them, and, and you go away from that post angry, and, and, you know, and nothing to do with it. You know, like in the States, we have mothers against drunk drivers. Okay, they, their loved one got hit by a drunk driver, and they started that program, and they do a lot of outreach. They're angry. They're angry, angry, angry but they don't sit and stew and fester. So if you're in a group or listen, watching co- comments or listening to comments or in your life you're stewing and festering, I can guarantee you, or you're saying that evil will not win and e- the evildoers and we're fighting them and they're trying to control us, you really have to look at the language and the narrative of your language because it's really coming from the old paradigm, the us and them fighting, um, it's it's not no matter what you're saying, you know. Um, and of course, this whole thing with the mask, you know, some people are saying I see fear-based people wearing the mask. They have fear in their eyes. Well, whether I'm wearing my mask or not, which obviously in the stores I do because I'm in the United States, or if I'm around a crowd, but when I'm walking around or riding my bike or doing, I'm not wearing the mask. But it doesn't matter. When I look at people right now, what am I seeing? 
maybe some people have some fear, but most most what I'm seeing, 99%, are compassion, are sometimes our souls making the best, like, okay, let's get in here and do this. And I'm finding more people are reaching out. The other day I went to get some jewelry repaired. I needed a latch repaired on a couple of my bracelets. You'll see them on my YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache. I got my little bracelets back. Um, and the woman put them on my wrist. I wasn't freaking out. Everything was fine. She had her, but the, there was another lady standing next to me, and she, we started having a little chit-chat. She reached out, and she said, how are you doing? How are you doing through all this? So we started chatting. This is not to negate anything that is unconscionable going on or anxiety-provoking. It's just kind of where do you want to park your car? Like I may be driving to the beach and have to drive through a lot of fog that I can't see the ocean, but I do prefer to get to the ocean to look at the view. So it just depends where you want to park your vehicle, your body vehicle, your mind, because your body and your mind are a vehicle for source expression. As you all know, when you're completely, dis, you know, we're incarnate, so that means we're embodied, we're in form. When we pass on, or there's a part of us to the subtle energy, which gets me to my topic before we get to the readings, there is no body. There's subtle bodies through the subtle energy, uh, resonant fields, uh, wavelengths, however you want to put it. Um, but, you know, we have to we embody a certain, certain thought forms, beliefs, and ideas that help shape our reality and the reality on the planet. That's just how it's so. We live in a consensus reality. That's why there's tipping points. And I always like to use, you know, a really kind of mundane analogy, but look at what we consume on the planet. Anything that doesn't do well is out. You see it in fashion. All the designers, and I was a model, and they would tell me this, the biggest designers that I worked with, and I worked with some biggies, um, they, where were they inspired? From the streets, from nature, even, even you know, I'm thinking of Gauguin, even, you know, painters, artists. I was inspired by what I heard or what I read. I was inspired by this group of people. But most of it, most of our inspiration comes from individuals that a trend takes on. So we do have the ability to influence the trend. That's all I'm saying, folks. We do influence the trend of the trajectory of where things are going by our thoughts, beliefs, ideas, and what we buy into, whether it's where we put our dollars, our pesos, our, you know, whatever, <laughs> our pounds, whatever, wherever we put our gosh, <laughs> our money, because that's attention, that's energy. And you can see it in the earth. That is the game where there's less attention. Now you see more stuff about yoga. It's in the, it's in the you know, um, in the commercials. Watch your commercials. Watch mainstream media, not to get caught up in us and them and, and that. Look who, who and what do you see in the commercials, okay? What are the changes you see? Different people, people of color. Now you see, I, I don't know what it was, an insurance program. I think they had, they've had two women, a woman, two women couple. A woman and a woman got married, a man and a man. 
this is the change. So the other stuff, I look at, that's where I look at, because that's where spirit's coming through. Because, okay, because that's where things are going. I don't get caught up in the arguing and us and them. There is this other trajectory because that's what the people, most of the people want. Now, we can fight about the 3 to 10%, or you can tip it over more by getting into the creative flow of what is most life-enhancing, what brings more justice, what brings more harmony, harmonizing, because that's where all of nature goes to, you know, and so you see it in the streets. I mean, look at, okay, here's a good example, hip-hop, the hip-hop culture. At first, certain people tried to stop it, you know, so even, you know, governmental programs with the censoring. They're talking about this, they're talking about that. Um, they're singing about this or rapping about this or spitting about this, whatever, you know, verbiage, nomenclature you want to use, whatever phrases, that more and more people started listening. Now they're, and then they, people are buying the outfits, right, the, 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 the street outfits, attire, whatever you want to call it, right? Then it becomes more mainstream, and now look where it is. I mean, there's even a news program. Ari Melber, I think his name is. He every Friday, or he used to. I don't know. He used to have a, uh, a mashup of hip hop artists, people in the hip hop culture, and people in politics and other social branches, social care branches. I'm going to put it that way, and mashes them up. Let's do a dialogue. Let's talk. So that's what I would share with you and trust your intuition as well, that if you really want to know where things are going, because honestly, to me, people that are arguing about wearing a mask or not wearing a mask are kind of missing the big picture. Like your mental, emotional care, how, in, how empowered are, in your, are you in your life? What are you creating in your life? Now, to me, if you want to talk about mandatory, that a government's making me be vaccinated, okay, that's a different thing. But some people say, oh, it's a slippery slope. I don't think so because I think that, again, whatever is higher consciousness is going to have as much harmonization as possible, as much resonance to the given situation and the people with a certain level of consciousness and a certain level of coherence. Obviously, if you're around more conscious people, more people that are more awake, aware, have more of an expanded consciousness, which they're able to take in more points of view. See, that's the other thing. To live in a higher consciousness frequency, you're naturally being nudged to some kind of center point because harmonization, unification is, is the underlying, you know, uh, view or narrative, right, you know, if at all possible. It will get, you know, if, if people are 50 miles apart in their views, maybe it's coming in to be, you know, 40 or 42. But the more consciousness within that dialogue or situation, allowing for different, different views and difference of opinion and different soul expression, you know, but the harmonizing is going to come into a center point. It does. I can tell you, it reminds me years ago, I went um, with a friend of mine when I was modeling and um, what a friend that I had met through there. 
her fiance and then later became husband was into um I didn't know it at the time. I just thought we were going, you know, camping or something up in the mountains. We're in the four corners, very beautiful country or part of the country. Um, But they were hunting. They were going turkey hunting, you know. So here I am with like five other guys, her and I, and I'm vegan. And I holistic health, everything, and I'm into tobacco chewing people, da-da-da-da. No, we had a great time. And, in fact, they laughed at me at one point. At one point they were angry because they knew I was vegan. I wasn't, and they, they were not um, catching. They were, doing, they were uh, hunting with bow and arrow. And they were saying that the reason that they weren't getting any of the turkeys was because I had put, like, a vegan hex, that me being vegan. <laughs> oh, God. The psychic vegan, you know, psychic model. And they also thought I wouldn't be able to hike. I did not get, we were up 15,000 feet. I did not get altitude sickness, and I kept up with the pack. Even a couple guys got got sick, altitude sickness. Um, Not easy trekking up there. Uh, But they did get some turkeys later, maybe one or two, and they were happy. But what I'm trying to say is I didn't try to proselyte. They knew how I lived. They saw me getting up and meditate, yoga. You know, they saw that I didn't partake of the, the turkey. But I didn't, I wasn't in judgment on it. You know, and later they opened up about being psychic and intuitive and nature, and maybe they shouldn't eat so much meat, but, they, but it's not so bad because they, they, they only kill what they're going to eat. You know, so see, now they're coming around in the center point. So all I'm saying, those of you that listen to me all the time, um, that's what I would suggest. I mean, again, you know, there's going to be differing opinions. But when we're not looking at the creative solution, the unifying aspect of all life, which is love, which is what's most life-enhancing, what's most coherent, what brings more, most harmony, if you're looking at the higher octave, everything has a lower and a higher octave, right, and something in between. So if you're getting spun out by what you're listening to, then perhaps it's not higher frequency. Because even in my workshops or my talk, you know, sometimes I will give very divisive information, like when I was channeling all the stuff that's going on now, I gave people something to do start an online business, I was telling one client. You know, certain things will come, they're like panic. What am I going to do? How am I going to make money? I love what I do. I shared, look, it'll, it'll correct itself just like everything else does, like the market does, like the stock market. It adjusts, it corrects. Stock market is based on emotions, not reality, but how we feel about reality. So if someone's not giving you solutions of how to create the new paradigm, the new world, what we're all creating, what we're envisioning, what we're moving towards, whether it's economically, spiritually, within the educational system, then they're not really speaking a truth or a higher vibrational viewpoint. It gets a lot of likes. There's a lot of comments by stirring stuff up, and that's the 3D reality. That will be there. That's the lower octave. You know, there's studies on that. Why do, even though positive thoughts have more um, juice, so to speak, they're stronger, positive intentions, we tend to remember the negative. Why? It's based on the old brain, the reptilian brain. 
the medulla oblongata. It's, it's, it's based on, I don't know who those strange people are. Maybe, you know, the unknown is scary. They don't look like me. They could attack me or take my food. But we're evolving out of that in this body vehicle, body temple, this, this vehicle for expression. Especially as we get more empathetic, um, more tele, telepathic, trusting our intuition, and, and eventually those games, those lower-level games, will be less and less and less, you know, where there's people or situations that aren't safe um, as much as they can in this, you know, place of duality, you know. Um, as much as we can get to the unifying force that is the truth, the reality of the all that is, beyond the extremes of the polarity, as some say the duality or how it expresses through duality, you know, and you see this more in people being more, um, quote, unquote, ambiguous or androgynous, ambiguous looking. So I don't know. I like looking at those stats because that's what I see psychically, but I do see it in the mainstream culture. And, I'm, you know, you guys, I know you hear me talk about this a lot. But I'm trying to help people refine the way they perceive and view so things don't seem so daunting or hopeless or scary. You can have some comfort and reassurance. Oh, I see. This is where things are going. This is where things are leading. Prostication, right? So here's from the guides. You are in the cosmic womb of Mother Earth, Father Sky, and in the universal egg of becoming. Your becoming is hatched into forms of being through the energetic frequencies of the masculine and feminine principles of light. This is the magnetic and electrical resonant fields or morphogenic fields. This is the principles of light of creation through love. Yeah. So really important, everyone, to connect into the subtle energy uh, and also the importance of seeing and feeling yourself whole and complete. You are wholeness. You are complete. The, these, and you're sharing that. Um, white Calla Lily in the chat. I don't even touch the topic of mandatory vaccines with people because this becomes like politics. People become very divided. So true. So true. Um what are you saying? More spiritual, esoteric knowledge, white color lily, how to connect with self, and so on. So, yes. Let's see. What are we talking about? White color lily in the chat is saying, exactly. Where do you park your car? I love that. We have to control what we focus on. Exactly. I got it. You know, we're in traffic right now. But do we park our car in the traffic and say, oh, I chose to be on the freeway with all these emissions and smoke? I mean, some people do. And there's a frequency. It's the beta. That is, that's the frequency of race consciousness or mainstream consciousness. It, it, it's the frequency of gossip. We all do it. I, we talk about people. We talk about situations. But I'm saying not fleeting. It's what determines your reality and your experience is where you choose to park your car, where you choose to park. Conditions, response, patterns stuck states of emotions, feelings, and being, conditioned. It's not the true you. 
and this is why things of connecting through the subtle energy and understanding the interconnectedness of everything and everyone, just feeling it. The other day, and this, this happened to me when, with Yoshi when she was, the day she was going to be passing on, I think I shared the story of my friend in New York that did the Reiki. It didn't tell me, and I felt it. I felt exactly when and how, and actually I texted her telling her what was going on with Yoshi, that I was taking her to be assisted in crossing over, leaving her body, and she was, you know, very sympathetic, empathetic, you know, and she's had to do that for her animal beings. And then I said, hey, did you do Reiki on me or something? You did something, didn't you? And she was like, oh, my God, how did you know? So it happened the other night, too. A friend of mine, Grace, who I did the shamanic workshop, uh, who's Venice Marina Del Rey, anyway, in L.A., uh, last year, a couple of years, it might have been two years now. We were texting, and I had uh, had a muscle spasm in my back and some stuff going on, and she said, oh, I'll send you some healing energy, some Reiki love. And I said, oh, I would really, really appreciate that. So about 9.30, I was going to shower. I'm like thinking, okay, I'm going to read a book, you know, maybe watch some of my international movies or something. I don't know. And I was laying on my sofa, and all of a sudden I felt this wonderful wave, this very light, comforting energy come through. And I was like, oh, my God, that must be Reiki. And I just right away just kind of flashed. I felt it like this wave. And then I sat up on the sofa and then just went into meditation. And I could feel it all the way. And then I showered later, but I could still feel it, you know, on me till about 1030 or 11 at night. Um, and then slept really deeply. It was so nice. Um, but what I'm saying, everyone, find ways to connect into the subtle energy. It reinforces what you know intellectually but let's start let's start living more what we know like i know this i do this work i do distance healing you know local non-local healing on the psychic channel you know you've got youtube whatever but still to experience it especially on the receiving end and then acknowledge it so now we're putting that in our brain we're stamping it in new neural pathways there right and then you stop. I pause, and I'm like, and I've been, I've been meditating on this. I've been contemplating on this. Like, we really are all interconnected. There is this wave of experience and expression that, that knows no boundaries. And by the way, the technique and also the people are different. So the energy and how I felt it was different than my friend in New York and then to my friend Grace. Shout out, Grace O. Um, she's fabulous um so i was thinking wow i really do feel this i mean it's amazing then of course i texted her and told her and she said oh my god i started the altar and i started opening up to the reiki around 9 30 and i said i can tell i felt she did it a little earlier i could feel this energy kind of coming in little by little while i was still laying down and then like 10 15 minutes into it i really felt the wave of it so what can you do to connect in more to this energy and reinforce it and reinforce your understanding, your belief in it, so that that becomes stronger than, I don't know, than those forms and ideas, whether they're coming through people or whatever sources that 
want to lead you into separation. You know, yeah, that's what I would say. How can you connect more to that energy and open up more to to receive it more, to give it, to feel it more? Because the more you feel it and the more you commit it to the memory in your mind, like, yes, this does happen. This is happening now. This does exist. And then it gets reinforced. Then that becomes what we call in hypnotherapy a competing idea. It competes with the old idea. And from the competing idea, it becomes the new idea, the new belief. That works with anything, gang. Whatever, whatever you want to, you know, it's like dieting. Why doesn't it work? Because you have to have a competing idea. You have to train the taste buds to find something. Like if you don't want to eat a certain something or do a certain something, you have to have a comp- an idea that has a, just as much emotional charge, some kind of payoff, but that is more life-enhancing. And then your taste change. So may your taste change to not get up, to not love or like that separatist view, I guess, that other view, whatever we want to call it, whatever you want to call it. All right, gang, let's get to callers. Um, again, that number is 347-539-522. Welcome mm-hmm. to the program. You're on air. Hello, you're on air. Hello, hello. Hi, this is Alma. How are you? Alma, hello. Doing great. How are you? Good, good. Um, so getting to my question, I feel really, um, what's the word? It's mercury and retrograde, but I feel so clear. Oh, yeah. I, I, I really just cleared out all the junk and the things that I really don't serve me anymore, and I feel so much lighter and brighter, and wow, what a difference. So, yeah, it feels really good. So I'm wondering, that said, do you see me meeting somebody really on my wavelength because I don't know. I feel so good. So yeah, I hear you. Um, I just had that thought today. Like I'm really picky now, even more picky with my energy. I wasn't really before. Uh, like where you place it, that's going to be more and more important. Without like divisiveness, but by choice of where you choose to focus. Yeah, I do feel more with a lot of people, and also, Amla, it seems like with you, like September, October, things really open. A little bit in August also. Okay. But I do feel like there is going to be more, um, let's see, Amla meeting somebody. Yeah, definitely on the same page. Okay. Okay. Do you you know on Feelers and how we meet? Is it like through work or is it just naturally we meet somewhere? Okay, let's see. And you want to know people in general or also um, like a, a, someone that you're wanting to be a life partner? It's a life yes. partner. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Yeah. Now, you're back east, right? Oh, yeah. What was that? You meeting. Are you you're back east? Yes. I'm getting an Eastern connection, maybe New York even. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm in Connecticut. Okay. Now I'm hearing Dave yep. or David. Who is? Do you know who that is? No. I, well, that was my first love, David. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because he, that energy is around you. Okay. 
Very interesting. Okay, I'm hearing. Well, he's married yeah, now. I don't know. He's word no. <laughs> I didn't say that. Don't 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 get in there. It's not about you being with him. There's something. Okay. Hold on. Let me get okay. the message through. Yeah, because that blocks it. Um, someone like him. There's something like him or about him. I think you might even hear from him or maybe read something on social media. I don't know. There's some connection with him either okay. contacting you. There, there's some connection between you and him. And I feel like maybe it's making peace with something. There, there's something that shifts in regards to him that opens the door for this, I don't know, twin soul, this, this, this very strong soul-to-soul connection is what I'm going to call it. To come wow. in. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm hearing worth waiting for. So it, you're right. The thing is, um, could even be in the time of Virgo. So like I said, September could be end of August, September. Um, I yeah. do feel like there is, it's a fluky meeting. I don't know if it's online or in passing. I do know I see a lot about subways and trains. So I don't know if that's you or they commute, but there is I mean, something about. Yeah. Huh. Okay. It could because be because I work. Yeah, I I just have one yeah. last thing. Can I just ask you one thing? Is do you think that this other person that I let go of, we're done, right? He's not coming back. I hope you say no because I am done. He's not coming back. No, I feel like somebody this. new and there's this, I feel like it's somebody new and there's a similarity to this Dave or David. There's some similarity okay. there. Okay. All right, Sudi. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Thank you. Blessings and happy Ford. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, happy America. Take good care. Yeah. Grow <laughs> up. <laughs> Take care, Allah. Bye. Hello. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. I wasn't expecting to get on so quickly. This is Kathy. How are you? <laughs> hey, Kathy. Hey. Good to connect. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting here listening to you, and, I, and I'll ask my question, but I was just thinking, like, it's so funny because a lot of what you're saying, I'm just going back on my life, and I'm thinking about, like, in my 20s, I, I put myself in therapy. And the therapist that I had at that time, he turned out to be a Buddhist, and he was saying oh. to me all the time, you are whole, perfect, and complete. That was his – he oh. would say that to me all the time. He's yeah. the one who taught me how to meditate, like different things like that. So things that I'm hearing you say, he has said to me many, 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 many times. So it's just oh. so funny how we come in contact with people. And, you know, and he always, he always would say, you know, you didn't meet me by accident. Like, you know, the universe puts people in your life for a reason. And it just, yeah. and then I listen to you and I look at the other people that are around me and everyone is having the same conversation. So it lets me know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and learning exactly what I'm supposed to be learning. So thank you for that. I just wanted to say that. Mm. Um, isn't Such a beautiful, funny, putting in the chat, beautiful, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but and I is, like that if you're here, other people having this conversation because, how do I want to say, not out of divisiveness, but it is going to be, you can start really seeing how where you put your time, your energy, your focus, and it all forms of energy, money, time, and food, that's an another source of energy, 
it's it's going to be it's really determining your experience and what we can do so yeah it's so important right now right yeah and like i said i was like 24 25 i had just had you know my daughter and now i'm 39 so for the fact that that conversation has been going on and i know it's been going on before that but just i'm applying it to my life in general and it's just such a it's it's amazing when i think about it so i just wanted to share yeah. that <laughs> But I oh, I'm glad you question. did. It's beautiful. Very helpful. Yeah. yeah. So my question is, um, we just found out the other day, because I'm, I'm still working, um, we just found out the other day that we're going to be doing work share, which is, it still allows you to work, but it's like you're receiving unemployment or whatever. Um, and I just mm-hmm. wanted to ask you if you see that going smoothly as far as me, you know, getting the money and you know, if there's going to be in, any interruptions or just whatever spirit has um, to let me know regarding work. Okay. First of all, I feel like you're in a path and a process as to how you, how you work. So I do feel there's going to be some evolving, like mm-hmm. there's going to be some kind of basic structure for the now, but it is going to evolve. And I think this goes for so many people that work with companies, we have to be flexible, or you have to be flexible. I don't really work with companies. I work, weave in and out mm-hmm. of them, but um, let's see. How's it going to be? Finance. Yeah, so I don't know how long that's going to last. I feel like, it. yeah, it's showing it's an intermediary situation. Okay. Yeah. So whatever that means, so it, it may be that, I don't know, they're just saying it's, it's, in, it's in flow. It, it does show either small groups or less hours, something. There's something that's changing um, alongside this. Yeah, they did saying. cut the hours. They did cut the hours. Oh, okay, then that's to. it. Yeah. 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 So, so, but, go ahead, I'm sorry. Think about this. This is a good transition. So it may be that you work with this company and then, six to eight months, maybe there's another company. You know what I'm saying? Or, okay. they, or they morph again and say, hey, everybody, we're doing this now. You can do this or you can do that. I don't, I feel it's seamless. I'm not seeing any disruption to you at this point. But I do, okay. see, I do see changes, like you just confirmed, in the hours. And I feel like this is mm-hmm. very transitional. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. thank so you very much. I just wanted to yeah. make sure. Okay. All right. I just wanted to, that was the the thing that I was most worried about, but thank you so much. Oh, Kathy, always great to hear your voice. Same same here. Thank you. you. Hello and welcome. You're on air. Welcome to Awakening. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hi, Michelle. Happy fourth coming up. Anyway, this is Stacy. My name is Stacy and I'm calling because... Hi, I'm thinking, you know, about this guy, Nikki, and I'm just wondering if and when I'll see him in person and if there'll be a spark connection. Hmm. Is this more like conversation or on social media or something? Or is this, I feel like it's a, there's a, or you talked for a while and then you haven't talked in a while? Is that this person? 
Yeah, this was um yeah, this was back in late ago. winter. There was conversation. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, you know, I, you know, conversation I, around that time but, to see if but then you know it I'll ever or something. I don't exactly. Yeah, I don't I, exactly. Stop. Okay. Yeah, because um you know, I got to tell you, I hate, he may come back around, but I feel he's with somebody. So, Ooh. yeah, that's why it stopped. So, oh. um, I, yeah, I almost feel like, I don't know if you guys were on a dating app or he's dating multiple people or he was. But I definitely feel like the reason the communication. I met him. Um, I'm, yeah, he, he was um, he was on work here. He was on a work um, visiting. He was on work. Like I met him in an event. He w- it was after work. And, you know, we were talking, but he was with people and I had to go. I couldn't find him. And I'm thinking, you know, sh- you know, will I ever bump into him? Because, you know, this pandemic thing. You know, after mm-hmm. that. But do you ever see me running into him again in person? Oh, that might be why I see. But I do feel he was it not romantic because I I feel someone around him right now. There, or there could be a few people that were around him. So I, I, if you do, I'm not sure it's really going to go anywhere. Is what I'm hearing. I feel like um, either he's on social media a lot, or an app, or 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 maybe maybe whoever he's with, maybe he's not. Maybe he's. I, I feel like he's on devices a lot. Chatting. Ew. I don't know if he does that part of his work. Maybe it's part of his work as well. I don't. I feel like he could be on the computer a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that what he does? Because I see him. Okay. Because there's a lot of maybe it's meetings. Ah, now psychically we have to shift because before there was, it could be Zoom meetings. It could be he's online. But he's online a lot. So if he works a lot, he's on. It's online a lot. Uh, but I do feel someone around him. So I don't know. The, the energy is not real strong. It's like you could see him again and talk again. There could be a, a reconnection. But it's showing him you more like it's more like a surface connection. What? Do you know when that would be? No. 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 It could even be three, four months. It's not right away. It's not a very strong, maybe it's because it was fleeting. Maybe you guys didn't spend a lot of time together, but it doesn't seem, it seems like it was like maybe a great. Was it my, my fault because I had to, I had to go. It was late, you know, it was late. I had to go. So you didn't think I missed missed out. No, no. If something, there's a destiny. First of all, I feel he could find out how to get a hold of you. Um, no, I don't feel that. I don't feel you missed out on something. I feel like it was a great connection, but but it's fleeting. Is what I'm hearing. It's fleeting. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. Because you know, okay. like I'm thinking July Fourth, and you know, we're thinking because every time we think about New Year's Eve, we think about July Fourth, and it's kind of like New Year's six months later, <laughs> that kind of thing. And I'm thinking sometimes we just have great conversations with people. You know, we we have a great connection. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's forever. It's just like life can be full of great com- connections. You know. Yeah. So I guess it's your, a lot. Widen your. You know, you yeah. It's like a person that you found attractive and was flirting with you. 
But, you know, since then I haven't met anybody that really sparked an interest in this pandemic. Yeah. It's kind of like limited. I know it's hard. I know it's limited. But find ways to widen your scope, and that may be even just going walking around. You know, just get yourself out energetically. Even if it's walking around the block or the mountains or the beach or a hike, just get out, you know, window. just get, let your energy get out. Just just open, you can start opening that way. All right, sweetie, got a scoop, got other people on the line. Take care. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Hello and welcome to Awakenings, you're on air. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? What's your name? How are you? What's your name? My name's name Tasha. I'm well, thank you. Tasha? I was just... What's your first name? Marsha. Oh, Marsha. Okay. Did you have a question? Marsha, got you. Okay. Yes. Uh, what do you see with my love life? Oh, let's see. Meaning? I'm, I'm single. What's coming up for Marsha in love life? What's coming up for Okay, I do feel dating, like, could be a friend that goes more. Now, here's the thing. Things are changing a lot. So a lot of people that have been in and out, of the, I've been seeing this with friends and that I give readings to as well as clients, you know. And I, because I've seen this, I'm seeing this unfolding that you're, you're going to see relationships changing. They already have been, you know, with this. So a lot of people that were like a little bit more player in and out, you, some of them are going to be cool in their jets because they're going to be like, hey, maybe I better grow up or they haven't been able to go out as much, have hookups, pickups, whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, going to the bars, going socializing, all. So I feel for a lot of people, and Marsha, I feel you're coming, you're in this group. For some reason, I feel like there's going to be these pockets, August, September, and then again towards the close of the year, like November, where people will be more social, whether online and or um, in person. So I do feel for you, Marsha, there's someone that you're going to date. I feel like it starts out more as a friend or something kind of casual. Because I see both, which tells me there might be another time where we have to quarantine more. Because I see it in person, and then I see a lot of conversation online. I don't know which happens first, if it's online. I kind of feel like you could meet the person in person, and there's a connection. So I got news. A lot of people are, that are in cray-cray relationships, and one of them is like more codependent but getting help, those people are going to be waking up and going, hey, do I really want to have a pandemic partner like this? <laughs> so just like I see a lot of people moving house, I see a lot of people changing partners or people that were not partnered, getting partnered. I see a lot of diversity in relationship and more wake-up calls in relationship. Like how come I can't hold a relationship? I'm going to do go into session. You know, I'm going to work with a therapist. So, yeah, you are going to meet someone. I do feel it's a bit further off. Um, so just prepare yourself, you know, just be the best version of you that you want to be and be as whole and complete as you can. Fulfill your life. I know you are, but do, you know, fulfill your life even more 
in preparation for this person. Okay? All right, Marcia, thank you okay. for calling in. Thank you. You're so welcome. All right. Hello and welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache. You're on air. Hello. You're on air. Hello. Who is this? Hello. My name is Mary. It's so great to hey, talk to you today. I've been listening to you, you for too. years, but haven't been able to call. Oh. So I'm glad I got on air today. Wonderful. Ah, oh, wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So I have a question. I am temporarily staying at my folks' place, and I was just wanted to get some um, insight as to whether I made the right decision to make this move and where you maybe yes. see me next. I definitely do. I definitely do. Okay. And I'm really hearing for you to regroup, reset, recalibrate. This is also about mm-hmm. for you recalibrating, I feel, your nervous system. Really coming into yeah. this harmonized, yeah, be around nature. I don't know what you went through before. I feel like there's a lot of up and down and topsy-turvy and anxiety and so just mm-hmm. use this time to recalibrate, reset, and focus on what it is you really want to do next and where you want to be. Now, somehow I feel you, I don't know if it's now or coming up, water, but it could be a lake, a pond. Are you near a lake? Mm-hmm. I'm in Minnesota, the land of 10,000 lakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm seeing yeah. all these lakes. Okay, okay, I'm like, oh, there's another lake. Okay, lakes are really important. Okay. So I like the lake energy for you. Um, Mm -hmm. I do. I think that there's, Mary, the, um, I don't know, you might stay in that area or near there. I feel you're going to be near a lake. Okay. I feel like, by the way, I don't know. I feel it's flat, but I feel like there could be a hill. Is there mountain or hills? There's an incline by where you're going to be. Okay. Do you know where that is? No, but I'm 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 into regenerative farming, and I'm actually visiting a farm potential on Friday. So oh, I know there's a lake near there. Okay. Yeah, because I feel you're going to be more like not in the city. Yeah, like I feel lake. Yeah. I feel like there's hills could be yep. farm it's, it's yeah it's more that's going to be your next move mm-hmm. you're going to love it that's what I want you're going to love yeah. it yeah I have another broader question about so in terms of like healing and going into shadow work how do you discern that fine line between like doing the work or versus like recreating that same pattern if you know what I mean Okay, no, okay, because if you're doing the work, how do you mean you would be recreating the pattern? Well, just that, like, that aspect of, like, where attention goes, energy flows, and oh, so I've heard, yeah. Yeah, that's not necessarily true. You know, we, we, yeah, and I'm glad you bring that up, because I hate those little cliche things, because people don't study (laughs) them enough. We create by our chronic states. So if my energy goes to something, I don't know, I watch, watch some, you know, stupid videos sometimes on Facebook just to see how people are, like, playing in the lower-level octave game, you know, because I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe they're doing that video. Okay, whatever. Then I go to something else. It's the chronic. That's, it's, the neuro, it's, it's what's lodged in the mental-emotional body and literally in the brain from those neural pathways. So by you working on something in a life-enhancing way, in a way that brings that 
the truth and the, uh, that wholeness, you're not reinforcing it. More mm-hmm. so what reinforces things are conditioned response patterns that we're not aware of, the patterning, you know, that's, in, yeah. that's the entrainment or what's ingrained within us. So, yeah, you working on your patterns and healing them and becoming more aware is hopefully giving you not only some kind of understanding but empathy for yourself and compassion for yourself and others how we do things out of wounding. Mm-hmm. But as the wounding, as, the, as we heal that wound, we, we still always have the wound. But as, we, as it has less emotional charge, we don't react from it. You know, I mean, there's plenty of things I'm wounded from that someone will do something, I call it harpooning me, and I'll feel it in my gut, and I'll just, I'm tr- I've trained myself to take a breath. Okay, look, they're responding, they're acting out through wounding. Now, mind you, afterwards, I'll go, you know, I'll work with somebody or I'll work in my journal, and I'll process it if I need to. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't. I just see it like, you know. So, yeah, processing does not reinforce because you're becoming okay. more conscious. Right. Mm-hmm. So good on you for doing the good, the inner work. Yeah, that's great. It's very yeah. fun and not at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. That's so true. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. In. Thank you. I appreciate thank you for being a part of the program. Yeah, stay tuned. We have a great guest coming on if you have time. Uh, we have great. I do. Okay. Thank you. You're so welcome. All right, if you didn't get a reading or your question answered, I'll be back um, next Wednesday at this time. This is our time for our Awakening Dialogue. Um, as I said at the top of the program, I have a great guest on. Really looking forward to diving in. Um, all right, so our guest today is Buddhist author Vaughn Golf. Vaughn's perspective on the awakening and ascension of Earth Further into the fifth dimension comes from her upbringing as a Tibetan Buddhist. Vaughn will explain how her tribal Laos home heritage going further back into Lemurian Buddhist folklores about our ancient times can help with our transition into the galactic golden age of humanity through the path of awakening and ascension. Vaughn grew up with the knowledge of sacred geometry through her upbringing as a Tibetan Buddhist. Uh, the last 20 years, she's been compiling scientific research through following a collaboration between Buddhist monks and academic research institutions to explain how all sacred geometry is Buddhist mandalas. She has an MBA in e-business management from Westwood College of Technology. Aside from being an author, she's a working mom in the IT industry. And Vaughn's book is Buddhist mandalas, mandalas, exploring parallel realities with sacred geometry. Really want to give a warm welcome to Vaughn. So great to have you on the program, Vaughn. Thank you for being here. Hi. Hi. Can you guys hear me? Yes, Vaughn. We can hear you. Okay. I'm so happy to have you on the program. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I was in the queue, and I was talking, and then I didn't know it was where I'm in the queue and um, I listened to some of the callers and um, I think they would really, really help to learn this information because the men of the fifth dimension are worth getting to. 
talk about or what's the entry point for us um, right, today with right. you? Right, right. Okay, so I'm, go- I'm um, you know, since I have, I think, about 30 minutes with you for the rest of the show, so I'm going to yeah. dive straight as quickly as possible and get us caught up straight into a Buddhist perspective. I just want to preface that, that it's a Buddhist perspective okay. of how um, how we see the awakening, the ascension, and our pathway to the fifth dimensional parallel reality where these wonderful men are and these wonderful relationships mm. are where you want to you want to spend your time in those relationships instead of trying to pursue third dimensional men, ladies. <laughs> So okay. I want to get to that that juicy okay. topic that keeps coming up in your callers today. So, um, so just really quick background, um, ladies and gentlemen. Um, of course, I'm Von Galt, and how I got into this topic of awakening and ascension and the fifth dimension is that um, again, as you said earlier, I was born and raised in the Buddhist tradition, spiritual tradition. And um, about 20 years ago, I started to follow prominent monks like the Dalai Lama and many others um, to follow their initiative to see how much of the metaphysical um, knowledge that we study and learn, how much of it will actually stand against modern science. So, you know, what what Mm. does modern science show us about the power of meditation, mindfulness, consciousness, and metaphysics. Um, you know, how do we change our physical world with our consciousness? So that's the premise mm. from the initiative. And over the course of over 20 years, about 20 years, um, I'm a normal person, had my normal life, went to college, met my husband, all that great fantastic stuff. But one of the things that always is interesting to me is metaphysics. And so from following all this work, um, it actually birthed this book um, right now, which is Buddhist Mandalas, Explore Parallel Realities with Sacred Geometry. And this book is, um, is actually, I had so much research that I had to put it into a three-book um, set. So this is the first book, mm-hmm. and this book it basically goes over all the different spiritual traditions that show up sacred geometry from yin-yang um, in, Zen, in Zen to the Sri Yantra in Hinduism to, um, you know, all these different sacred symbols in many, many traditions and religions around the world. And from all that scientific research I did, it actually helped back up the science behind um, Buddhist mandalas and all of these Mm. sacred geometry is basically saying the same thing, which is that um, every single person, every sentient being ever created in earth or anywhere in God's creation has a Merkaba. Um, A Merkaba is like, is another word, it's a Jewish word for Buddhist mandalas. And what that is, is it is mm-hmm. um, your spirit's light body. It is your energy. And you can actually right now, everyone, go to a website called soundmadevisible.com, okay. and you can, uh, uh, they have a service to the public, and they, it's by Cymoscope. It's a scientific company. 
two engineers built this to research sound um, frequencies for medical. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. they provide it to the public, so you can put your voice in there, and it and they will print out what your unique energy DNA looks like. What does your mandala or oh. your merkaba look like? Oh. So you can actually go and see your merkaba. Ah. You can go see your merkaba. Everyone has like it's like snowflakes. Everyone has a unique merkaba. Um, and actually, merkaba, you know, if you break that word down, mer means light, ka means Spirit and ba means body. So your Merkaba is your spirit's light body. So we are all souls having a human experience for our own personal um, soul's reason, growth or amusement or both. So every single person has a Merkaba. That's been established. You can go and take a look at what your Merkaba looks like. And the more um, advanced souls, the souls that um, can have been playing the games within creation a little bit longer, uh, more spiritually Mm -hmm. advanced, has higher energy. And so you can see that in your Merkaba. Your Merkaba will be more dense and much more beautiful. Um, But the younger souls who are new to the physical game, Mm-hmm. Um, of incarnation, their their Merkabas will not be as complex and not as intricate. So you can actually see where you are in your spiritual development from that technology. It's wonderful. Um, but anyways, besides that, now that we've established what a Merkaba is, that Merkaba is your pathway to different realities and different dimensions and different parallel realities. So Buddhists believe the pathway consciousness to a better reality at a higher um, frequency, like the fifth dimension, um, Mm -hmm. is done through the pathway of awakening and ascension, okay? And these are kind of buzzwords right now, but they're actually not New Age words. They are very, very old philosophies um, in Buddhism, and Buddhism is an offshoot of Hinduism, so it goes back... Hinduism, the leaders of Hinduism go back about 7,000 or some speculate even more, like almost 26,000 years based on the content of the Vedas and the astrology in it. But anyways, awakening, the word Buddha simply is a Sanskrit word to mean awake within the matrix. So mm. to any, so anybody can be a Buddha, okay? So that's why in Buddhist mandalas, there's so many different Buddhas and master teachers. But it is awakening is just someone who realizes that they exist in a holographic reality that is responding to the commands of its user, okay? So yeah. if you want the reflection yeah. in the mirror to change, you have to smile at it. Okay, Ooh, so yeah. you, you, ladies and gentlemen, you are the cause. Everything else yeah. is the effect. Okay, so that's the basic point. understanding of awakening. Okay, now ascension is after you do your awakening, and there is a process to awakening. But after you do your awakening, you realize that um, you're going to get to your ascension. And ascension in Buddhism is simply this. It is just raising your energetic frequency by living the best version of you. And as a result, you positively affect 
yourself, and those around you. So your inner bliss manifests a parallel reality that matches you. You don't physically change anything in reality. You've just changed yourself, and you shift to an existing parallel reality that already has that going on. So it's seamless in your experience. Okay? So that's the concept Mm -hmm. of awakening and ascension in Buddhism. Now, here is what is going on. Um, And I've been following this research for 20 years and watching it change and watching us get further and further into the fifth dimension and watching everybody still act as if we're playing with the same energy of the third dimension. And I... I feel confident in my research um, of the science behind what is really going on. And what is going on, it, it, it kind of follows along the line of a Buddhist prophecy um, that is becoming fulfilled. And I find that very fascinating because I've heard this my whole life and I never really thought much of it. Um, but mm-hmm. it is coming, coming into it. And basically... Um, We're going to go back in time to the year 2012, everyone. So between 2010 to 2012, there was a lot of indigenous cultures that still held these beliefs of the close of the cycle of separation or polarity and welcoming Mm -hmm. the cycle of unity consciousness, of collaboration, of, of oneness. Okay, that was... That is the con- that was the concept, and so around 2010 to 2012, you had chiefs of Easter Island, you had chiefs of the Mayan civilization, you had some chiefs in Native American um, tribes, and of course you had Buddhists. And um, in Buddhism, we rang these two, three foot tall bells, kind of like a tuning instrument, to close out that cycle. Okay, so we didn't really do anything. We just, we knew this was going to happen. It was a prophecy, and nobody knew exactly how this was going to transpire. How are we going to get to the fifth dimension? How is humanity going to um, move into a golden age of humanity? Okay, so these are just concepts, and nobody really knew. But we did that because that was what was written and told to do at this time for a very long time, so we waited thousands of years, and we did it. And um, and then we waited. And what I know of in my research is that there's a there's a um, institution called the Global Consciousness Project. I've been following them for 20 years, and they work out of the Princeton University. And um, you know they're supported and run by uh, the Noetic, the Institute of Noetic Sciences and HeartMath Institute. And basically what they do is they record the data from the Schumann resonance. This is our scientific evidence that this is what is happening to Earth. And for the last 20 years I've been following their research, and you can go to their website and you can pull up all their research and see all the data of all that's ever been um, happening around these Earth changes. And what's happening is, um, they put 70 random number generators all around the world. Um, and what they do is they function like a seismology equipment to see spikes in the earth, okay, from the energy coming from the ionosphere and other things. 
And what they found for a very long time is Earth has a heart song of 7.83 hertz, okay? And that's for normal heartbeat. Mm. Nothing ever changes for a long time. Very boring science project. Well, in the late 90s, and especially the biggest peak was in 9-11, they recorded a huge spike for the first time after a long time, about four hours before 9-11 hit. And there were many people who are really tuned into the Earth's energy who got premonitions and insights and other things as well. Um, but her, she spiked. And then um, so she went up to maybe 10 or 14 hertz. And then other major events started happening, and like Hurricane Katrina, different tsunamis, um, different mass consciousness um, being affected by political upheavals in certain areas because humans also emit a heart energy that's 5,000 times stronger than the brain. And if a mass amount of people in an area is feeling a big anxiety or big um, positive energy about something, that huge heart energy, that heart coherence, is the earth is going to pick that up and respond as well if she's mm-hmm. in agreement with it. So th- what the what the science project found out was, you know, they wanted to know was the indigenous beliefs of many cultures around the world, including Buddhists, was are they true? Is the earth alive and does she respond to us? And and is she going somewhere? Because wherever she's going, we want to go too. <laughs> so um, and so after <laughs> we want to go where Earth's going, <laughs> uh, wherever she's going, because these indigenous tribes saying we're going to the fifth dimension, so we want to go there too. Mm-hmm. So they they wanted to find out. And so over the course of twenty years, um, her when she does her spikes and all these different events um, that she responds to, she would just jump ten, fourteen, twenty, thirty hertz. And then more recently, past 2012, all the way up until this year, which is she's been taking huge leaps. She's been going 40, 50, 60, 120 hertz. She's been taking these huge leaps and jumps in her energy. And just like animals in the wild, when they feel the energy of a potential natural disaster coming, they all squirrel and they run to high ground and try to find shelter away from something that they can feel coming their way. Humans do the same thing, but we don't know why we do it. And so we have restless nights, anxiety, our back hurts, we can't sleep, whatever, Uh, major migraines, you know, different things. So that is our way of sensing the energy is changing. And what is happening with Earth is that she's not taking these baby steps anymore. Um, like she used to in the early Schumann Resonance uh, yeah. project. What she's doing now is she's taking huge leaps forward, further into the higher dimension. So let me give you an analogy of, of this that everybody can understand. It's like if you're out in the boat and you're sailing and you're still navigating in your third dimensional way and the wind what? slowly changes and so you notice it but you don't notice it much and then all of a sudden you feel like these huge whoosh of wind changes and it just keeps on getting stronger and stronger well you don't keep navigating the way you used to you realize that the energy has changed and since the energy is changing and getting more prominent and stronger you need to put your sails up your antennas up and you need to uh 
change the way in which you navigate. And a couple of knots changes in wind is going to take you to a completely different part of the world, hopefully to a sunny right. part, but <laughs> um, right. Caribbean or something. <laughs> so it'll take you to a completely different part of the world. Well, that's what's happening. The earth is increasing her frequency more and more, and it's taking us away from this dense third dimension into the higher fifth dimension where she's just pushing everybody up. So like when wind comes through, when the currents change in a river, all the gunk and the sediment on the bottom of the river start coming up to be transmuted. And if you don't clean it up and transmute it, it'll get worse and worse and worse. The challenges will get harder and harder and harder until you finally face it and resolve it. You resolve those abundance blocks that are holding down your energy. And when you do that, the stream is pristine and you can see all the way down to the bottom of the river. And that's what's happening in everybody's life. We have scientific evidence that this is what's happening on Earth for the last 20 years and actually much, a little bit longer than that. But we're seeing it more prominent all these third dimensional dark night of the souls and repressed issues that everybody has been holding down and hiding are coming up strong, faster, and heavy. So that is giving us the opportunity to address it and learn from it and don't manifest out your negative um, fears. Because what happens in the higher energies is because Earth is picking up steam and she is like an amplifier. So yeah. what they found what they found in the research when they were looking at the Schumann resonance of Earth and they looked at history, um, whenever she had a spike in that period, there was two things that was happening. You had major wars and you had major renaissance. So Earth has no opinion. She is just an amplifier. Earth's got big base, okay? So, mm-hmm. so she's an amplifier, and she's going to bring up whatever you are. So if you have a lot of negativity, manipulation, dark night of the soul, all that stuff is going to come up. If you've already addressed your repressed issues, you've gone to and got help, you're working on living cleaner, better, with more integrity and more transparency, You're all you, then those negative stuff, those repressed issues, Um, they've already been addressed and transmuted, so there's nothing to bring up. So it's going to bring up more of what you are, which is love and positivity and abundance. So if you're creative, you're going to be more creative. If you're looking for a job opportunity, it's just going to come to you much easier. If you're looking for love, you may have a couple of different suitors to choose from, Mm -hmm. um, and you have to balance that out. So So it's going to bring up what you are. Okay, that's just what I was going to ask. So the amplification happens to where we're putting our predominant energy, time, focus. Yes. Is what I'm hearing from you. Now, also, do you feel we're in this transmutation process as we're shifting form, transforming, but it also seems like there's a lot of transmutation that's taking place? Yes. So everyone is like, like I said, everyone's Merkaba is like, mm-hmm. if you is a little bit different from everybody else. Everybody's snowflake is a little bit is different. Okay. There's no no two that you like alike. So everybody's 
way of transmutation or transforming or, you know, birthing into a butterfly is going to be a little bit different than the next person. Okay. Okay. And we have this, yeah, we have this tradition in Buddhism. Um, It's a very basic tool that actually was uh, discovered by um, the first Buddha, Siddhartha Gautama, and it is the Four Noble Truths and Eightfold Paths. And it's a very simple technique to um, apply in your life and look at the things that you really struggle to deal with in your life, whether it's finding a better career path, um, whether it's parenting, whether it's um, finding a better or having a better relationship with your spouse. Um, you can apply those techniques and look at your, your repressed abundance blocks and then address them and, and work on them. And they're very, very logical. Um, actually, I wrote a book on it. It's called Buddhist Mandalas Manifest. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's called it's not that's the other book. It's called um, Buddhist Guide to Manifest Parallel Realities Using the Four Noble Truths and Eightfold Path in the Age of Consciousness. So um, for the sake of saving time, I'm not going to go into that deeply, but you can look it up online to see what the Four Noble Truths are. And you can apply that to address your abundance blocks and work on those things. But there are many, many, many tools in the cabinet that can help you address your repressed 3D issues so that you don't continue manifesting yeah. unconsciously in these higher energies. Let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to the good stuff. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so here is what is, what is the good stuff? What can we look forward to in the fifth dimension? So, um, and I want to preface too, that when you're having your awakening, um, you may start seeing, because in these higher energies, it's going to, um, raise everyone's consciousness and their experience because you can't exist in these higher energies with these low dense frequencies. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a lot of low dense uh, issues in your life, it's going to start getting messy. So some people are going to have a very messy ride to the fifth dimension. Um, and some people are going to have a smooth ride. Okay. So um, just be aware of that. But as you have your awakening, you'll have your awakening symptoms where you'll see some red flashes in the corner of your eyes. Or you may, like I did and like my spouse did, just all of a sudden see these flashes and then they will just fly out like whoosh out into the ethers. You might see some of that. You might see some um, presence that is not clear to you. Uh, maybe like a dark being that you're kind of scared of. But as you get further into your awakening, that person will reveal themselves to you. Um, but they may look that way because you're in the lower density and they're in the higher density. So you see more people around you who are higher frequency, but until you get to that frequency, you may not fully see them like they fully see you. So you're going to have some really weird awakening symptoms. You might see some energy like, like um, you know how when you go into um, a, a very hot summer and you can see kind of the heat waves on the ground? Mm-hmm. Yes. You might start seeing that with solid objects where you're so tuned in that you actually start, the solid object starts looking like energy waves that look like they're solid. So you're going to see some weird things as you get your awakening symptoms. Yeah. It's like the shadow people. Yeah, I just want to give both the close disclosure. Mm-hmm. 
What was that? Oh, yeah, I was just saying, like, shadowy people. You, yeah, a lot of seeing that. Um, I started hearing, Vaughn, I might as well ask you, a couple years ago, um, celestial sounds mm-hmm. and home. Yeah, mm-hmm. I started hearing, like, the earth. I started hearing the earth and then this, like, uh, I don't know, choir kind of, but otherworldly. And, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and, and the sounds that like water would make or a tree, their mm-hmm. um, what would it be their their frequency and sound? Yeah, so those I mean I've heard a lot of different awakening symptoms. I also do um, as part of my twenty years of research. One of the things I got into was um, researching energy healing, and I'm familiar with the ones of the East, like Reiki and other things, Qigong and other things. Mm-hmm. And I researched the modalities that are coming out of the West for my book. And one of the ones that I really love and I, and I do right now for my private practice for hypnosis is um, QHHT, Quantum Healing Technique by the former Dolores Cannon. And um, when I regress my clients to take a look at the Wheel of Dharma and talk to the Oversoul, the universal one mind, God, that is inside every single person, I pick up from the same part from one client to another and have the same conversation about this person's abundance blocks, what's holding them to the third dimension, what can they do to fix that to get and what what suggestions do you have to help them thrive in the fifth dimension um, and all that. So those are the things that I typically I get picked up from my clients. And a lot of them um, are very, very old souls that have very advanced Merkabas, but mm-hmm. they have different awakening symptoms. And some of them mm-hmm. say the, the same things that you're saying. I heard this, and I tuned into this, and I tuned into that. When you're awakening, you're awakening within the matrix. So you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're tuning into more of reality. Mm. And it seems to happen okay. in waves, right? And do you find mm-hmm. it, the, that's what the show is awakening. It seems to keep happening in waves, and then there's like an exponential leap or updating or up-leveling. Right for a while. Yeah, I don't know if you could share mm-hmm. on that. Right. Right. So awakening. This is not just kind of a one-time thing. It is a process. There is more in the universe than you can even comprehend. That mm-hmm. um, you know, consciousness or the universe has has created and exists right now. So you know, like your your guides and your spirit guides and your descendants and all the people on the spirit world, they're um, they're going to help you if it is part of your life path to get to the fifth dimension, to live, because it's a process to get to the fifth dimension. We we shift closer and closer, deeper and deeper in. And, and we know in the Schumann Resonance, she's jumping higher and higher spikes, so we're getting, you know, heavier, heavier, heavier into it. Yeah. Right. So you're so saying that that's we a real determining factor of the, of the process. Oh, it yeah. Like. It, yeah. Right. It it is. After looking at the research for twenty years, it's it's happening. The frequency is higher, is we're doing it in leaps. It's driving a lot of people who's still stuck and living, thinking that we're still in the cycle of polarity and haven't realized that we're in a higher frequency and we're moving faster into that. So if you know what's going on and you know how to use the tools correctly, you're gonna thrive in the fifth dimension. And as we get further into these higher energies and this higher um, parallel reality of the fifth dimension, those personal what 
people call Mandela effects, where they something in their reality is different than what they remembered or grew up with before. Mm-hmm. Um, those will eventually subside because they are because as the energies get so much higher, it will split off from the third dimension, and so the people of the fifth dimension kind of shoot off into their own parallel reality. And there are multiple realities, and none is better than another. They're just different. Different, but, yeah. Um, different. But some people are not ready for that because they still create out of fear and anxiety and low low frequency. And no matter how much they try, um, they just are not able to make those changes in life. Some people love the drama. So, yeah. And that will keep them in the lower frequency. And that's nothing wrong with that. That's part of their journey. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And people will learn, like I said, there's different ways there. So people will learn on their own. But um, but as you go further into your awakening process, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to touch on Mandela effects a little bit because I have clients that come in because of their, their reality change. Well, I, I had a client. We got that, it. We're winding out of time. We got to have you back for part two and dive further in your book. I've been looking at it on the Kindle version. We definitely, um, oh, because you're a wealth of insight and knowledge, and in, with the chat is just buzzing from having you. <laughs> oh, like, oh really this, quick! I before this, I forget, I before I forget, yeah. before I yeah. forget, the book, the ebook for um, Buddhist mandalas explore parallel realities with sacred geometry. That is free today. I've been doing a five-day free book giveaway on um, on Amazon. Um, so if you go to Amazon, go to my Amazon, uh-huh. look me up, Von Galt, V-O-N-G-A-L-T. Um, you can click on the author's link, and they'll pull up my author's page of all my books. The book, Buddhist Mandalas, um, the ebook version, is free today, July 1st, 2020. So go ahead, ladies, go Download that, and when you read that and you read the scientific research and information from all the universities around the world um, that has contributed a little piece to studying, uh, you know, these, these topics, um, you'll see through studying sacred geometry, um, just like many of the other religions in history, through studying sacred geometry, you understand the power of your Merkaba. And when you study sacred geometry, mm-hmm. you actually rewire your consciousness into a fifth-dimensional level. So Ooh. I'm going to save you guys a lot of time. I'm going to save you guys a lot of time studying this stuff. Just get okay. the book. So Vaughn, here's read the, deal. the book. Vaughn, okay. Read the book. Everyone read the book. And, Vaughn, you come back if you can and <laughs> yes, share with us. Okay. We'll dive deep, deeper because I uh, – the actual what is the sacred geometry and why how is that in the uh, yantra the mandala um and what is it doing um you've given us a lot to contemplate and use today so i so appreciate your insights um you did mention you work with people so how can people connect with you what's the best way for people to connect with you i'm makaba yes. com. is that okay Yes, um, yes, so go to Merkaba Chakras, M-E-R-K-A-B-A, Chakras, like your seven chakras. So MerkabaChakras.com, um, that will have all the information of all the blog articles from the past about different things. You can go to my YouTube channel, which has 
a wealth of information. You can go go to my author's page and look at that. Um, if you want, if you're in the Seattle area and you want a hypnosis session to uncover um, kind of your transcript here, uh, please reach out to me there. The other thing, and I, the other thing, Michelle, is I have other shows that kind of put me on a regular circulation because there's so much. This is a process, so I'd be happy to yeah. come back and next time we could talk about the men of the fifth dimension. I want to yeah, talk about the guys who are so juicy. That's you. For sure, that's you. Well, I think you've given everyone a starting point, um, listeners. Those of you that feel a resonance and feel called, um, start taking a look at the book, and Vaughn will come back and we'll dive even. Yes, deeper, yes. More. Yes. Yeah. How Lighter do we, ladies? Yeah, we'll go deeper. We'll yeah. go deeper into how do we thrive in there and how do we love yeah. in there. And how do we love in there? Attract from there. Yes. Express from oh, there. do we have a quick 10 seconds? I have a last message. Okay, go ahead. Really We're over quick. time, so I don't so, want to get cut off. Go ahead. Okay, really quick. So the Oversoul always says the same thing in my hypnosis clients, and I want to bring this out because this is the message the Oversoul says. And I, I sum it up in this. So the Oversoul says that you've always been enough. Use the gifts and the resources all around you to create a life that you want to experience. A life mm-hmm. full of joy and love. And the spirit world will nudge you through synchronicity. Ladies, you could do it. Thank you, Vaughn. Beautiful. Thank you so much for gracing us um, today. Really appreciate it. And I look forward to you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye. All right, everyone. The chat is buzzing. Everyone's buzzing and humming. I can feel you listening on the phone lines, humming and buzzing. And I can feel those listening later in the archives, humming and buzzing. So. All right. Uh, the book is great. I've been looking through it. Um, so dive in, and uh, Vaughn will definitely come back. So if you want to know more information about our guest, Vaughn Galt, you can go to MerkabaChakras.com and also go on Amazon page. Again, we were talking with Vaughn Galt. Uh, her most recent book we're diving into, Buddhist Mandalas, Explore Parallel Realities with Sacred geometry. All right, everyone, till next time, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakening group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.